What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, DC, host of the What The Shit Podcast. I want to thank y'all for listening. If you could, go to the Facebook page, What The Stuff Podcast. Become a member of the crew. Also, you can hit us up on Instagram, What The Shit underscore podcast. Catch us on iHeart and everywhere else. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the show. What the business is, people? It is Wednesday. <laughs> I'm back in effect. We got no game shows. I got guests tonight. Well, I got a guest tonight. Uh, some news and some notes. Real quick, before we get into that, I want to put this back on the screen because this is very important. Uh, I need y'all to read this. Uh, Dream by Royal is presenting their third annual Thanksgiving drive. If you want to be a part of it, want to commit, donate. Make sure, you know, everybody has something to eat this Thanksgiving because... Everybody needs to eat. Um, so if you could do that, make sure you get involved. It's always good to give back. But I'm here. I'm going to bring my guests out. Hello. How you doing? I'm good. What's up, DC? Can you see me? Can you hear me? I can see. You. Yeah, we good. We good. Got you. Um, how you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Thank you for having me. Happy to be here. Shout out to everybody listening and watching it. Uh, yes, my name is Different, spelled D-I-F-E-R-N-T. Uh, I'm an author, motivational speaker, uh, travel influencer, content creator, CEO of my own small business, Third Eye Entertainment, LLC, a business that strives to bring social awareness to society through our products and services in which we educate, inspire, and entertain all at once. So again, big shout out to DC for having me. Happy to be here and shoot the breeze with you and rock out with your boy. That is a long list of stuff. I'm not even going to lie to you. I, know, uh, I told you. I got, it. I got things going on for my family. Like, this is where to sit your ass down somewhere different. God, man, you got some, always got something going on. When you read that list, it made me feel like I ain't did shit yet with my life and i feel like every time i bring somebody on here they life they like they got like 45 llc's uh you know wrote two books and i'd be like damn i got a podcast i'm doing something right in life huh? yeah, yeah, you're uh, doing something. <laughs> don't worry about no, your own race it's just how it's supposed to be and even and just like how you said it even though i got all these notches and accomplishments and titles on my belt I still feel like I ain't doing enough, like or, or I'm at the level that I'm supposed to be. Uh, and so don't worry. We, we're all in that same boat in some way, shape, or form. But no worries. True. 
Uh, real quick, let me get through these news and notes real quick. Uh, so I don't know if y'all heard, but uh, Jada Pickett back on her shit again. I'm not really one for gossip, but this really pissed me off when I seen it because she's trying to sell a book and now she's throwing niggas under the bus. Uh, apparently her and Will been separated for like seven years now and they just faking the funk and everybody's using them as relationship goals and that's a horrible relationship. She toxic as fuck, but don't nobody want to admit it. Um, that's just how I feel. Sorry. Uh, what do you think? Them Virgos do it to you every time. <laughs> yeah. So, <it's>... um, <laughs> man, you know, and I, I woke up. Oh, man. <laughs> Some told me not to get on Instagram this morning. I wasn't going to do them, but wake up to the shits. But, and that's just what I happened to see is uh, blonde ball Jada <laughs> hollering about she and Will been separated since 2016. But I kind of felt that vibe when that whole um, entanglement uh, gate broke out with her and August Alcina, and then him and uh, what's old girl uh, just played Barbie, Margot Robbie. You know, they had a thing going on as well. And so then they were talking talking about open relationships and such. So that's kind of where it, you, let you let you know right there that, you know, things wasn't as good as it may seem. And so, hey, but we can't judge just, what, what's going on behind closed doors because we don't know what, what what you know, they've been together for over two decades. And, you know. Them damn doors so, ain't been closed long as time. Even though they separated, they ain't getting no divorce. So, you know. I just think she's trying to celebrate. I just feel like she's just trying to sell a book and that's all it is to it. So she was just like, hey, I'm going to throw this big, This information nobody fucking asks for. I'm just going to throw it out here because I ain't put this nigga through enough I, just yet. Um, I think what it is, if, if I'm giving it from a female perspective, it's called um, uh, uh, what's that? Getting it before it, uh, he gets it so to be the first one because it looks like all hell was about to break loose so she wanted to be the one to say it before. Uh, and so that's why, because you know, she, he he took a loss, man, when he did that slap for her. Now it was understandable and where coming from from his side, but she now claiming she thought it was a joke, but she the yeah. one gave that look like you know she wasn't laughing, she didn't find it funny at all. But I don't know, it's that's Jada was my girl, man. She she still is, you know, you know, but. Right. To each his own, and who will be to judge? And I'm not perfect, you know. I got my own going on. So, and, and who's to say when you know I make it big and, and I arrive, I wouldn't be on the other side and people are judging me, and I'm under a microscope. And so, um, yeah, I don't ever. What you say, I, I don't disagree with what you're saying with with her toxic ways and the way she goes about things. It is, it does look like it's sneaky and underhanded. And that she does throw her husband under the bus, but as she stated, they ain't going nowhere. And so, who knows? Well, she may got that whip appeal on them. You know, got that ill nah nah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's something uh, that nigga putting up with a lot. Uh, speaking of putting up with a lot, um, James Harden is not reporting to camp. He said he's not doing nothing with Philadelphia 76ers. So, <laughs> once again, my nigga ain't playing. I don't know. Um, baseball playoff has started. Yeah, never. But you know, the grass is always greener on the other side. I guess they say. Uh, speaking of green gas, uh, baseball playoffs has started, and I ain't watching one bit because that shit's boring. Oh, <laughs> I I tried to get into it, but I just I, baseball. I love it. 
but I don't like watching it. Um, it's wild because uh, in here, in, out here in Texas, football is religion. But in Houston, since you know the Astros, they got them another championship. This is like yeah. the holy grail for them. So everywhere you go, everywhere, as soon as you walk in or leave out of Houston, it's Astros, Astros, Astros. To hell with Texas and the Rockets. It's the Astros world around here. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all I'm hearing is about the Astros and what they're doing. You know, I ain't going to say that. Like Houston uh, don't really like them, so I don't yeah. know. Well, not too much now. You don't talk down on the Astros. I don't know about I'm just saying um, they have not been outside of Houston. People don't like the Astros, but um, I ain't gonna teach well, y'all out of. But they always coming and getting a taste of the Houston living. Sure, yeah. I mean, I grew up there for a little bit. My sister and them there. I don't have a problem in Houston. It's just the baseball team. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Uh, we're gonna get past that. So let's let's talk about you. Um. You wrote a book, but before we get to the book, let's let's because we were we we were talking earlier, um, um, prior to this in a in a little little meeting, um, let's talk about the uh panda pan panda Manum express whatever that you know the thing that happened where everybody shut down and the world was on lockdown the panda the pandemic express um <laughs> I think are you being funny no you really don't know how to pronounce that no I'm just playing I do. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> And very express, but um, no, you know when when the world shut down and everybody was kind of locked down, um, we had the conversation. You know, it it showed a lot of people, you know, whether they have it or not. Um, mm-hmm. So let's talk about your experience with that. Oh wow, I learned a lot about myself and others, and what I'm willing to put up with and what I'm not gonna put up with. So many things. I went through so many metamorphoses, if you will, using some big words now. Um, within just that pandemic frame, uh, from being able to get up and go wherever I feel and traveling all over the world to be put basically in the box and told when and where we can come out and when and how long we can stay in. Uh, man, that did something to me. I'm, I'm a Sagittarius, and so we like to get up and roam and, and don't like to be told what to do and, and how and how to do it. And so when that happened, that just brought on a whole nother level of depression for me. And and um being stuck in a house and can't go anywhere and things happening still around the world, people losing their lives by the thousands per day, and you know, scared and thinking in my next, you know, and one of my family members next, and a lot of people in my family did happen to catch COVID, as well as I lost family members due to COVID. And um, that was just new world order for us, man, because afterwards, nothing was ever the same. Um, but out of it, you know, it's always a blessing in, in disguise in, in every situation, I like to say. And so with that, uh, for me, uh, it forced me to, to get serious about getting my mental health in check. And once I did that, that led to me writing my book. And with my book came my LLC. And from then on, you know, just going up, 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 up. And, um, but to, to get to where I am or to say to how, how I got to where I am would be to backtrack and give you guys a little bit of background about myself and where I come from. And, you know, as I've already stated, I'm from, or if I haven't stated, I told you guys I'm 32, I'm from Houston. Um, and I had a pretty good childhood coming up up until the time I was around 11. 
And then me and my family fell on hard times and we ended up homeless for the next three years and literally living from pillow to post, you know, sleeping everywhere we could, you know, from parks and cars, shelters and bus stops, uh, relatives, strangers' house, and even at one point got so bad to where I was sleeping at a crack house. And then from there, uh, at the age of 14, I was secretly placed in foster care by a relative and none of my other family members knew where I was for, you know, those six months, the first six months of me being in the system. And it wasn't until I found out through another phone, the foster kid, that if I stayed in, in the state of Texas, uh, if you aged out of uh, foster care, they will pay for your four-year tuition to college. And so <clears throat> right there, DC, you know, a light bulb went out in my head to where I just had to use my street smarts to elevate my book smarts and just made that decision to stay um, not in a better situation, but the lesser of the evil, if you will, because uh, it was hard being in foster care for four years, being shuffled around. And once you're in that system, you don't have a name, you're basically a case number. And But I made that decision ultimately because I knew what good it would come out of it. And I'm glad I did. Uh, once I aged out of care and graduated from high school, I went to Sam Houston State University and within that opportunity, so many doors opened up for me there uh, that lead to where I am now. I got the opportunity to study abroad. I went to Kim Young University in South Korea and there where my travel bug was planted. Uh, while I was over there, I got to travel to eight other countries, including China and Japan and all over Europe. And uh, as well as I got to start my own student organization. Uh, that's where my motivational speaking bug was planted. Uh, it was titled Paid For It. And we would go to, or a segment of it was where we would go to different high schools and speaking to students on the importance of education. And oftentimes I would share my testimony and what I had just conquered. And towards the end of my speeches, a lot of the times the kids would come to me and be like, well, I didn't know that, you know, the state of Texas would pay for my tuition if I had aged out. I'm gonna go to, you know, college now. And so right there, that's where I knew, you know, I had a story that needed to be shared. And so um, that happened. And then I also got to, you know, basically as well graduated uh, with my bachelor's degree in international business. I have two minors in economics and business communication. A few years later, I ended up getting my master's degree in entrepreneurship. I also have my license in real estate agent, as well as in insurance. Uh, but with all that being said, DC and all those accomplishments and titles and stuff under my belt, that shit don't mean a damn thing if I was still, you know, dealing with issues on the inside and, and dealing with things from my past and my childhood that was traumatic for me that, that carried over within, you know, throughout high school, throughout college, all into my adulthood. And it wasn't until, you know, and I will say this, uh, what was it for me was, and anybody can tell you this, that growing up in an abnormal uh, environment, for them, it would be normal to them. So when I got taken out of that chaotic environment and placed in, you know, a foster in foster care, I was actually placed in the foster homes I was placed with uh, were black families. They were well off, well educated, had nice houses, cars. You know, was was put together, and that's just how I wanted to be. And so, uh, but on the other end, that was a whole totally different new world for me from what I had just come from, and it just for me felt awkward and wasn't you know felt too good to be true and so what I would begin to do is just become self-sabotaging 
and you know just begin to become very off-putting and push people away or have that thought or oh, i'm gonna get them before they get me or you know i'm the captain of my own ship i decide when it's time to sink it and so i would have that type of attitude all throughout high school even through college and again once you know i became a young adult and got out into the real world and had uh, actually had a lot of uh, good career opportunities coming my way you know at the time but i scorned it all because I didn't feel that I was worthy of it. There was uh, an incident to where I had a meeting with uh, a well-connected person. And uh, I just let those negative thoughts get to me in the back of my head, telling me, oh, you know, you're not good enough. You know, they just taking you know, pity on you because you were foster care, you know, things like that. And so what I did was I purposely showed up late to the meeting and it left a sour taste in that person's mouth. And for years, I, I dwelled on that mistake as well as, you know, other mistakes and opportunities missed and squandered that I did along my journey. And it wasn't until I was pushing my 30s and, you know, I had to look myself in the mirror and face that ugly truth that whatever I went through as a child, <clears throat> whatever I may have went through as a young adult, it may or may not have been my fault. It may or may not have been in my control. But mm -hmm. as an adult, it is my problem to go and fix and so with that being said, you know, I just had to dismiss, dismiss that notion that, you know, Black people don't do therapy, so to speak. And, you know, this Black girl, you know, took herself to do some therapy. And in doing so, uh, I'm glad I did because, you know, my therapist encouraged me to get back into something I love doing, which was writing. And, and still do it to this day. And, of course, being, again, stuck in the house with the pandemic, can't go anywhere. And then, you know boom, May 25th, 2020 happens, the day George Floyd dies. And, you know, he's from Houston as well. He's from Third Ward, I'm from Fifth Ward. And so when they were having the protests and marches in his name, I wanted to be a part of it. And I planned on going and attending when it came down to it, I couldn't. I felt like, you know, I wanted my voice to be heard long after, you know, his protests or his funeral was over with. I wanted my voice to be heard and stand long after I'm gone. And so talking with God and asking him for the spirit of discernment and, you know, for him to show me the way that, you know, I can put out into the public that's going to wake people up and catch their attention and talk about something that's real and that's, you know, needed to be talked about. And this is what he showed me. And so little by little, it would come to me, you know, either, you know, watching a TV show or in a dream or talking with people. And I would just ask myself these questions, you know, what if? And this started in June 2020. By December 2020, I had finished the manuscript and reached out to my lawyer. She read it, you know, gave it her opinion and high praises and asked, uh, what is the name of your business? And I kept telling her the name of my book. And that's one thing about it, DC, you know, no matter how many degrees you got on your belt, how much money you got in your bank account, you know, what, how many titles you got, you're never too old or too young to, you know, continue to learn new things and grow and absorb. Yeah, and for so, sure. I had to hit the ground running, you know, and learning about how to start an LLC in Texas. And so that is where Third Eye Entertainment was born. And, and with that, how I came up with that name, uh, for me, I, I love spiritual meditation and chakra healing and reading about astral projection. And so I'm very in tune, you know, with my third eye, if you will. So with that, I feel once you're in tune with your heart and your mind is in tune with one another, then you can manifest anything that it is that you see in your mind and your heart into existence and so that's where third eye entertainment llc was born and again it's a business that um, <clears throat> strives to bring social awareness to society 
through our products and services in which we educate, inspire, and entertain all at once. And it just so happens our first product to the public is my book, What If? A Controversial Paradigm Shift. And I've written this book to encourage and, and, uh, and pro, excuse me, provoke, thought-provoking conversations about injustice and systemic racism in America. And I've done this through graphic and provocative illustrations. So y'all be advised that this is intended for a mature audience, as well as, you know, if you guys can't take this type of heat, still come on to the kitchen. Just get your little fire blanket. I always tell people that's the point of it all is to have these conversations that need to be had by people who like to turn a blind eye and like to, you know, sweep things under the rug and pretend like things aren't there when it's clearly there. And so, again, with this book, What If? A Controversial Paradigm Shift, I have it set up in four main paradigms. We have historical, political, precedent, and hypothetical. And within each of these paradigms, I'm asking questions that pertain to the life situations that have occurred in America, within the African-American community, uh, whether it be the past, the present, and hopefully not the future. And so, uh, asking uh, with the example with the first paradigm we have historical i would ask the question uh, when we first open the book right off the bat what if in 1619 africans started to deal in illegal slave trading whereas they kidnapped millions of, of english men women and children and brought them on slave ships to america and then you'll see that thought-provoking or a graphic il illustration is going to grasp you and you see white slaves in shackles and chains and you have the black slave masters you know with the whips and you have some of the slaves jumping over the ship like how our people did and it's basically you know a race war reversal asking the question what if this happened to you and your people what if this was still happening to you and your people and with that if the answer was you're okay with it then if you're not okay with it, excuse me then why is it okay if it happens to a black person and what was why is it excusable then? And people like to come up with, you know, excuses such as, for example, when George Floyd died, clearly you see that, you know, this officer had his knee in his neck for over eight minutes. But in fact, every well, not everybody, but you know, some people online, you know, were putting in, or oh, well, he was resisting, or he was high on fentanyl. They seen every, they had every other excuse other than, you know, this police officer having his knee in his neck that caused his death. And so it's things like that that's what pushed me to say, well, let me put it to you this way. Let me hold the mirror up to your face and see how you would see or how you would feel then if you've seen it, it would happen to you. And when you see these illustrations, and it's, it's nothing that in this book is not, I'm not telling any lies. And I've also have references for uh, all of the questions that I asked because these are actual true and historical events that have occurred in the African-American community. And it's just, the only difference is it's just white skin now instead of uh, black skin, black skin. Let me so, ask you this real quick. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Um, when you, when this, when you, because I know a lot of times, you know, there's the controversy sales type aspect of things. Do you feel like this book was met with some resistance at first? Oh, yeah, that's, that's the point of all, but what is real will prosper. And and even now, I still get a lot of people that I don't want to say because I, that's a good thing about filters. It blocks out the negative comments. But uh, again, 
It's not the point, and I want to put this out there. This book was not put, uh, uh, published to incite any type of racial wars or uh, mm-hmm. piss off one particular group. This book was simply, again, meant to, you know, again, push for thought-provoking conversations about, you know, social awareness topics like injustice. And, and for people that turn a blind eye through these type of situations, this is how I catch your attention. One thing I've learned about society or I've seen over time is that People like controversy more than, you know, looking at what's real. They'll flock to controversy uh, as opposed to, you know, something else that's going on that needs to be, that needs your attention. Uh, For instance, you know, Johnny Depp and the Amber Heard case, you see people doing all kinds of, you know, vlogs and podcasts and streaming on them doing good and damn well. It's other things you could be talking about. Folks here. They ain't worried about y'all. They sit for like whether who win, lose, or why. They still gonna have money in the bank. And it's things like that, but I noticed would catch people's attention. And so, with the way that I have written this book, again, it's working how I thought it would. It, it catches their attention. Some get pissed. Some understand where I'm coming from. But the one thing, the point of it all, is for them to have those conversations to get the ball rolling and ultimately push for systemic change instead of dwelling on systemic racism. And I'm well aware, DC, that you know, change doesn't happen overnight. It takes more than one person bitching and complaining. Uh, it's going to take a whole village, more than a whole village coming together and, and fighting a good fight. And it's not, again, going to happen overnight. But what if, DC, what if this is a generation that plans to see for the next? And for me, nothing beats a failure but a try. And so this is what this is my try. As well as, you know, uh, again, this book, I'm aware that it's going to ring some bells and piss some people off. But for those that's out oh, there yeah, saying, that's, that's, that's not the point of it. But <laughs> that's why I have hit hypothetical, uh, the hypothetical paradigm. For those that are mature to make it true, true enough and have enough common sense to see where I'm saying, where I'm coming from, and they can make it through the historical, political, and the precedent paradigms and re- make it to hypothetical, they will see that it's not just about pissing off white people or one particular group. It's more than that. It's, it's, it's about unity coming together, talking about accountability, acknowledgement. It's not just about black and white with this book. I touch bases on all cultures, including you know Muslims, uh, Native Americans, and Hispanics. Even the LGBTQ community are included in this book as well. And so again, it's not just about black and white pissing people off or inciting any type of racial war. That's why you have to read the book. I often tell people read the book and then pass judgment. And so uh, I encourage people to go to my website, differencewell.net, and get a copy of my book, What If a Controversial Paradigm Shift, and share it with others. Uh, put reviews everywhere you can, including Amazon, website. Um, again, another part of my business with the social, uh, the service side, not just with the products, with the service side of it, again, with trying to bring Again, we talk about topics not only with inequality and injustice, we touch on uh, issues such as, you know, domestic violence, uh, social awareness topics per month. So, example, this month is October, so it's breast cancer awareness. So we would this month be talking about a, a, doing a topic on breast cancer awareness. You know, talk about child sex trafficking. You know, whatever the case may be that 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 are often turned a blind eye to and people don't like to talk about, we bring it to light here at Third Eye Entertainment, as well as. <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. As well as we have the um, 
uh, my YouTube channel. I talk about those issues and I do my motivational speaking uh, on Mondays. And then, uh, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. Can you give me one second? Mm-hmm. While she's doing that, um, make sure you guys do follow. There's a lot of great information um, that she has going on on her sites, on her YouTube, um, the book. This is the book, What If, um, amazing cover. I, I Just looking at the cover alone, I know it, it's, it's some good stuff in there. Definitely got to make sure you guys are tapped in with that. Had all the books on the floor. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, oh, over there Facebook stalking. Where you get the photos from? I can't believe really my sources. Just know I'm good at what I do. Uh, so let me ask you this: um, <laughs> because you you said there was a lot to unpack in what you said. Um, mm -hmm. As far as um, these questions and and some of the answers you were looking for. Do you feel like because I don't I don't want to talk bad about the generation we're in now, but we we touched on the reality stars and the Johnny Depp thing, and it's a lot of people who the society we live in is the salacious headlines that get the most clicks. It's the people yeah. who are constantly talking about you know sex and all that that gets the most clicks, yeah. you know. Um, in the podcast game, um, you know. It's it's not easy to, um, I mean, get the clicks of, you know, tits ain't out or something like that. So I just feel like with the cover of your book, I'm not going to say it's, it is a, just looking at the cover makes me think. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like the cover works for the time we're in because, mm -hmm. again, it's one of those times where if you're not, putting it in people's faces, like you said, they're not paying attention to it. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of times, like even myself, I don't really watch the news, so I don't know what's going on in the world, all like that, only because I know every time I turn it, I turn it on, I'm going to get something crazy. Um, mm -hmm. I do still try to read the news, still try to, you know, um, get it where I can, but it just feels like when you watch the news, it'd be like a bombing at five. News at six, and here's a yeah. kitty. And they'd be like, God damn, what? where'd the kitty come in? What is going on? So it's, it's just, I feel like we live in a, a time where sometimes you have to be over the top to get your point across. And I'm not saying, you yeah. know, I feel like you were able to walk that line of where, like, I'm giving you guys this information and it's in your face, but I'm also going to give you a chance to think for yourselves. Um, which is I think is dope in in the first place, um, because not a lot of books do that. A lot of books think for you, or you know, give you an idea, and people take those ideas and not running with it. And then you know, it's like when somebody learns a new word, like a big word, and they start using a sentence that don't even make no sense. Mm -hmm. um, because <laughs> I'm guilty of that. I admit. I'm guilty of it too, but you know, we have some people in this world who they get them words and then that's all they know because, you know, mm -hmm. uh, or they watch like Fox news and that's the only source they get their information from. So everything from Fox news is gospel. You know, then you got mm -hmm. people on the other side where they see CNN and that's all they see and everything is gospel. Uh, I feel like you've been able to tap in the middle 
And you're giving this information in two ways that, you know, either side could be pissed at, but they still got to think about it. They still got to see it. They still got to answer that question at some point in time because that question ain't going nowhere. Exactly. Um, I'm sorry, I mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, you're good. I, I usually do a little dramatic um afterwards just to. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay. Um, no, no. But the, again, that was a that was one of the the points as well. Is is whether they mad about it, they understand where I'm coming from, and you can't unring a bell. And he's included in it too. But number forty five. One thing I learned about number forty five and others is you go where you celebrate it, not where you tolerate it. For him, take him for example. This man spent four years, four short years in the White House, and within that time, he caused so much chaos. And and even afterwards, but yet and still, he had over 75 million American voting, uh, voting Americans in the U.S. riding for him. That's that's 25 percent of the U.S. adult population that was still supporting this man. And so that right there resonates to me statistically. Uh, figuratively and literally that no matter who you are, what you are about in life and what you sell it to the public, there will be somebody there who will buy it. So exactly. even with this book, it's going to be people out there that don't like it, but it's going to be people that feel where I'm coming from. So I'm going to go where I'm celebrated and not where I'm tolerated. Exactly. Um, so speaking of him, um, <laughs> so divisive. Um, so, um, like, and I don't really get into politics. Um, I don't do religion. I don't do politics. Yeah, I try to stay away from that. There's so, so, um, you know, you never know who is on what side until you really ask that question. Um, I've known some good Republicans. I know some shitty ones. I know some good Democrats. I knew some horrible ones. So really none of that matters. Uh, as long as you do it right by people, that's where I really, well, it really gets down to. But people forget before he ran for president, he wasn't like that. Yeah. But he was smart enough to know that if he stepped into that negativity that people was feeling because of Obama, he would win. He played a role. He was mm -hmm. a puppet actor. He he played the 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 tap dancing, the, the 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 you know, he did all that and people ate that shit up. Um I don't know if anybody has seen this, but on HBO they have a documentary called No Accident. Um it's about the Charlottesville incident. Um mm -hmm. and it was just showing how like people thought like it was just like some random event where these protesters and tiki torches and you know, people got ran over. But this was a planned attack. Like these people were these guys were planning this. They had secret mm -hmm. code, secret names, and it was just like off the wall. Um, so I always think like none of it, that it wasn't by accident that some of this stuff happens. It's just how we react and how we um, choose to move forward that will, you know, make things better. And I think, you know, things like um, just what we talked about, just like, I don't, I don't know about protests all the time, um, I think sometimes we, I don't want to say this. Um, we've been marching forever. <laughs> so at, at some point we got to stop marching and start really getting down to it. Um, and that's what I like about your book. It's really one of those things that get down to it. Um, mm -hmm. 
it's not really, you know, it's not playing no games. It's like, here's what's wrong with it. Look at it and see how we can fix it. Um, exactly. I think that's yeah, dope. And, and the, again, I, I did. I want to iterate. It's, 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 it's for the grown and mature only, and not only, but for those, again, who can't take the heat, still come onto the kitchen. And for those who refuse to come to the kitchen, because of the heat, I say for those out there who are listening and watching, and again, I encourage y'all to get this book. Uh, again, what if a controversial paradigm shift when we do, and next time, unfortunately, when we have to go to a protest for you know the death of an unarmed, I want to say black person because it's not just black people they killing an innocent unarmed person that that's that's being killed. I want you guys to you know with my permission to hold these illustrations up you know on your little posters and let them and let them see what we seeing and what we feeling and 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 show us that them that, that mirror and and see how they would feel and again it's not to piss them off but just to remind them and just to say you know hey what if you know this was happening to you and your people and i'm pretty sure you that answer would be they wouldn't be okay with it and so um as well as Again, I don't want to dwell on it on the fact that the way that I have it set up, that the reason why I have it set up in this way is to get your attention. Like I said, one thing I learned about, you know, societies that they flock to controversy before anything else. And so that's why I have it even in the title controversial. <laughs> so you know that this book right off the bat is bringing you the controversy. And um, but not just with the controversy, it's making you think. It's pushing and, and encouraging for change as well as with unity. And it's it's not about we can't fix, you know, what happened in the past and change what happened in the past. But let's, you know, work on fixing towards the future and what we could do better. You know, I, mean, I have I don't want to talk too much about it. That's why I want you guys to go go out, go on my website and get the book and then read it for yourselves. And, and then you yep. judge then, you know, then share with others and your opinions on it. And so, again, go to my website, differenceworld.net and get your book and then afterwards you go to my youtube channel and you hit that subscribe button and you check out my youtube videos uh like i said with my youtube channel um i like to look at myself as a woman with many hats or more than than one option um on mondays we do motivational speaking on tuesdays uh we do our social awareness topics and on wednesday we do our interviews our collaborations if you will and on Thursday, we do our pop culture and movie reviews uh, that I work with my nephew on that. He likes to do the little co-host with those. And then on Fridays is where I drop my travel vlogs. And so if anybody out there wondering the places I've been, uh, been to just about 50 countries, uh, be sure to uh, check out my YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button. Um, and you 50? guys can see, just, yeah, just about. I just reloaded my one for Paris. I'm dropping Cuba today. I think Damn. I did. Um, yeah, I've been all, all everywhere, man. I was getting it. I was living life, and then don't, don't, don't. yeah, and you wouldn't you wouldn't imagine. Go to my YouTube channel and check it out. I'm gonna have to. How was Paris? Yeah, Paris. Mm, it ain't what people like to make it out to be. It's very yeah, touristy, it's but like, it, it's not inexpensive. I'm not, gonna, I'm not gonna say what I was gonna say. I heard it stank over. <laughs> there. I heard. <laughs> But yeah, but and most importantly, uh, DC, before we end the show, I definitely also, uh, in, everywhere I go, and in, in including the, the one of the most important topics with Third Eye Entertainment is advocating and pushing for mental health awareness, especially in the Black community. And with anybody that's affected by mental health issues, one thing about it, mental illness and uh, stress does not discriminate. It doesn't care if you're Black, white, male, female, tall, short, skinny, fat, 
gay, straight, don't, don't give a damn. And so, uh, like I said, getting my mental health in order is what led to me writing a book and starting a business and so on and so forth. And so I want to encourage anybody out there that's listening and watching at this time that may be going through any type of mental stress or anguish or illness, be it depression, anxiety, uh, uh, suicidal thoughts, especially, as well as those that may be dealing with bullying, peer pressure, uh, uh, drug relapse, man, you know, mental illness, it, it comes with many shapes and forms. But I want you guys out there that may be going through it or know somebody that is to know that it's okay to not be okay, but don't ever sit there and not be okay. Go get help, whatever that may mean to you, be it talking with a therapist, a family member, a friend, picking up a hobby, uh, uh, hitting up a gym, uh, getting on medication if need be, cutting people off, mending broken bridges, whatever the case may mean uh, for you, do whatever it is that you have to to keep your mental health in check and keep you from going off the deep end and possibly taking anybody with you. If you need or if you know anybody that may need these mental health resources, please feel free to share it with them. The crisis hotline number is 1-800-273-8255, or you can call or text 988, or you can text 741-741. And for those that would prefer to go online, you guys can check out mentalhealthishealth.us, or you can visit 988lifeline.org. And for those that are outside of the U.S. and that's watching your voice and listening to his podcast, you guys can visit incounseling.com. That's spelled E-N-C-O-U-N-S-E-L-I-N-G.com. And remember uh, to do your own homework and your own research and find what works best for you. Because at the end of the day, you're the own captain of your own ship and you decide where to navigate the waters. Lastly, I want you guys that's going through any type of trial and tribulation to remember that this too shall pass and you will get through it. So going off the deep end is not an option. So therefore it's not worth it. So don't do it. And no. so that's my little bid when it comes to mental health awareness. And so we, we heavily advocate that uh, here with Third Eye Entertainment and then different 12 YouTube channels. And so if you go to my YouTube channel, you'll see that uh, bid in every little uh, blog that I post. But um. I also want to take this time to thank you, DC, for having me on here. Um, oh, no. As well as. Spoiler alert, uh, guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Uh, they can wait. <laughs> no, but um, if mental health is something that's very important, you know, to everybody who's been on this show, we advocate, you know, to make sure um, mm -hmm. you do take care of your mentals because that's very important. Um, I recently started smoking weed to take care of mine. Uh, I had a little anxiety, so I started smoking a little. I don't do it heavy, so don't judge me, people. Mind your business. I do it when I'm growing. I pay bills, but uh, every, you know, I don't. I don't like pills. I don't. I refuse to try to take pills or anything like that. So I was like, well, you know, let me let me smoke a little weed. Maybe that'll help me out. I forgot how when you high. Uh, <laughs> Shit is weird. Don't judge me, people. But I watched a lot. What you going through? Just like that. <laughs> I watched a lot of documentaries while I was high, and I was like, you know what? This makes sense now. A lot of this, like I said, I watched the no no accident about the Charlottesville. I was high. Now I wanted to turn, but it just kept oh. interesting. Mm -hmm. You know, um, and then after that, mm -hmm. another show, a movie came yeah. over the time. I don't know what it was, but anyway, um, I say all that to say that's what's up. 
Uh, what she said yeah, is very getting your mental health is powerful. Mental health is because yeah, you know, anxiety, yeah. depression. There's a lot of different phases, and it don't it don't all look the same on everybody. Um, like nobody uh, would think, you know, I deal with anxiety uh, and stuff oh, like yeah. that. Um, but it happens, you know, when you're doing a lot, you're trying to make things yeah. happen. I yeah, you forget to check in with yourself. So sometimes you just gotta. Yeah, mental- but one thing I, I found out about mental health with, yeah, but you know what? What I found about when, when I finally got together and got serious about going to therapy or you know getting my mental health in order, one thing I found is is there. You, I excuse my dog if y'all hear him yelling, y'all. Sorry about that. Um, you become the one more self aware of yourself, and when you self aware, then you find your voice, and when you find your voice then you're able to set boundaries. And so if anybody wondering and asking, well, what am I going to get out of getting my mental health in check or going to therapy? That's what can happen for you, man. It can it can open up so many doors and take you from the back to the front. And so again, I encourage anybody out there that's going through any type of mental stress or anguish to take back your power and free yourself from that mental bondage and that psychological box that you or somebody else may have put you in. It's again, uh, well, I won't say it again, but if you know that there's an issue and it's a problem, and again, it may not be your fault or out of your control, but if you know that there's a problem that needs to be fixed and you don't want to get it fixed, then it is your fault. The same, the same. Exactly. But with that being said, yeah, uh, and I often tell people uh, with my model, manifest, plan, prepare. Uh, when it comes to that, I like to break that down. With manifest, that means removing all the doubt, all the fear, all the naysay. And replacing it with uh, words of beauty and, and affirmation and speaking it into existence, seeing it before you receive it. And then once you move on uh, from the manifestation, plan it, get to, get to planning it, writing it out on paper, coming up with a, a second plan, a backup plan, an exit plan. You can't plan for the unknown, but you can expect that it is coming. And again, whatever trial and tribulation that comes your way, just remember that this too shall pass and you will get through it just like a boss should. And so uh, once you, you have that down packed, I, I say prepare in a sense of preparing yourself from the inside out, uh, getting your physical house in order, your mental house in order, your financial house in order, mending broken bridges, cutting people off. So therefore, whenever it is that you're manifesting for, when it comes to you, you can be prepared for it. You won't squander it like how I did in my past when I didn't feel I was worthy of it. You, you would have earned it. And so manifest plan and prepare for whatever it is that you want in life and it will surely come to you and so that's often what i tell people you know as far as my motto <laughs> but Appreciate uh yeah you got any other questions for me i feel like i talk too much no you was good um i usually get like that um little housekeeping y'all make sure y'all go and follow us back up here because i was uh you know did my research make sure y'all go out and get the book what if Mm-hmm. A paradigm shift. Make sure y'all get that. Uh, make sure you also grow. I'm surprised you didn't run across the book trailer. Oh, I didn't. Ah, I didn't get it. I didn't get it. You uh, seen it though, huh? I'm gonna watch it again because I was I wasn't prepared. Uh, yeah, you never can be. But that that's the that's the point of it all. So again, you guys go out and get my book. What if a controversial paradigm shift is available on my website? differenceworld.net and again after you go to my website 
Check out all my other social media handles, including my Instagram, TikTok, and especially my YouTube channel. Definitely go to my YouTube channel, Difference World YT. Come and learn and hit that subscribe button and that notification bell for your girl. So when I drop content, you guys come into Difference World and you come and learn about your girl. Exactly. Uh, so, as y'all know, it's that time. Um little parting shots uh last chance for everybody to get they you know word of encouragement and everything like that out um anything else you want to tell the people before you go but uh before you do that she'll be back next week because next week is queenish week um uh, so can't can't wait for that um queens are going to be able to talk have a real conversation my guy aria the king will you be your moderator you won't see this face on there don't worry about it um, but I, I'm looking forward to that. And then after that, who knows? The sky's the limit. Um, you know, because that will be actually this is the end of season eight. So I'll be working on season nine here real soon. Dang, look at you. You go, boy. Um, I guess I my party shot will be again to, uh, for everybody out there watching and listening. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening and rocking out with your girl. I know I could be long-winded, but hopefully I dropped some gems for you guys that you guys can use. In everyday life and hopefully I uh, inspired you with my story and you know again whatever it is in life that you're feeling that you're destined for you have to manifest plan and prepare for it and then it will surely come to you guys difference will come and learn my parting shot is stop being fucking stupid people uh, <laughs> sorry it's been a while since I got that you came with the shits <laughs> now I gotta come with it <laughs> Tip your weed man on the way out. <laughs> yeah, uh, <I> mine. <laughs> make sure your drinks is uh full. Uh, but no, seriously, you know, the mentals is important. Like I said, um, I didn't know I had anxiety um until I had it. Um, it's not really bad or anything like that. Um, but it's just to the fact of where, you know, sometimes I don't like big crowds and all like that. So so sometimes mm -hmm. I really uh, withdraw, but I noticed when I was high, I was like really, I was mellow. I wasn't thinking as much. So you know, I'm not advocating weed, my weed, but I'm just saying, you know, um, drugs are bad. <laughs> okay, um, but also drugs not bad. Like it, so. <laughs> yeah. My weed, lots of it. Um, but no, um, just make sure you're taking care of yourself. That's what's most important because uh, everybody needs somebody. And somebody needs you, um, you know. So take care of yourself. Take care of your mentals. We'll see you next week. Appreciate y'all. Um, yeah, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna leave y'all with the white girl. Come on, white girl. Where you at? There she go. White girl. <laughs> You've been listening to What the Shit, a product of Black Legacy Productions and WMIC Media.